This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Ken Coleman. Kyle is with us in Montgomery, Alabama. Hey, Kyle, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. Hey, Ken. Thanks for taking my call today. Sure. What's up? Well, my wife and I found the Baby Steps about four years ago, and we were fortunate enough to start on Baby Step 3. Uh, since then, we've taught FPU two times, but we we are still hesitant to uh, cut up the credit cards and close the accounts. Uh, we have that, that fear of fraudulent debit card uh, purchases, and I've heard you talk about it before in the past about the protections between debit and credit cards. Yeah, please, in my please. own research. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. In my own research, uh, following hearing those episodes, I have uh, looked into it and found anecdotal evidence that people suffer when their debit cards get misused and then the banks take a while or they may try to refuse the refunds uh, by those uh, fraudulent charges. Do you have any input or any uh, other protections out there that you would suggest to help prevent those, to help us get over that fear and stop using credit cards? Yeah. Um, first, I would tell you that if you don't get over the fear, you should not lead Financial Peace University because it's, you're, you're telling, you know, we're telling people to quit using credit cards and you leading the class are still using them as hypocritical. So that's not good for you. It's not good for the people in the class. So uh, if you can't get, if you can't deal with this issue, I understand. I'm not going to be mad at you, but it's inconsistent for when the cornerstone of the class is to get rid of all debt, so that you can become wealthy. So let, let's set that on the table first. Secondly, absolutely, um, I understand. Yeah. Secondly, I carry debit cards, um, and I have used them literally all over the world. I don't own a single credit card. Um, and I have had fraudulent transactions. Uh, I've had lots of scares, lots of shutdowns, uh, lots of reverse charges. Um, I have never had a bank uh, hold money on me. And, and I'm, I'm probably, my point is, I'm probably more exposed to fraud than the average person because I travel so much and I do so many different kinds of transactions. And we run all of Ramsey Solutions, a $300 million company, with debit cards. The company doesn't have any credit cards. And so, you know, I've got like several hundred people that work on the team that carry a Ramsey debit card. So we've got massive exposure to what you're talking about. And our practical experience is it is so rare that something takes more than 24 or 48 hours to get refunded, that it's, you know, it's there. Now, if you're buying something for an amount of money, that if that amount of money doesn't get returned to you in 48 hours, destroys your life, that says you shouldn't be buying something like that, mathematically. And so th- right. there's another level of lack of wisdom that's involved in some of those stories that you find in the deep, dark recesses of the Internet uh, mm-hmm. in your uh, research that you've done. But the, the practical fact is we see so little misbehavior by banks or stress put on people by this that, it, that the offset of – now, I will tell you this. The people that use credit cards and pay them off every month, 78% don't pay them off every month. So someone's lying. 
about paying them off every month. Because when you talk to people, they all say they pay them off every month, and nobody does. <laughs> yep. probably. And, and so, you know, the number of people that fall into the trap of getting screwed over by the use of credit cards versus fall into the trap of having their life considerably offset by a delayed refund in the rare event of a fraudulent transaction that actually does cost you money and how long does it take to get back in your account is uh you know the 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 numbers don't even i mean it's a bazillion times more on credit cards the lives are destroyed and messed up than they are by somebody not getting a fraud refund on a debit card and so the trade-off is not even close uh yeah there is there is a reality that that can happen and it does happen on on occasion but it is not a frequent thing i'm giving you a set example that that i literally have hundreds of debit cards yeah i i think the data will show you kyle and i think you've done enough research to know that the numbers would tell you that it's an irritation this fear that you have not a devastation and uh there's two things you could do you ask what could you do if you don't have identity theft of xander insurance stacy and i have that everybody at ramsey solutions does identity theft protection is going to help you there and protect you and then i will tell you i'm not going to endorse any bank but our personal bank they're so good with their security that sometimes if Stacey and I are out of state and we forget to tell them we're going somewhere, we just go to dinner and it'll hit send me a text. Your, we, their, your card was just charged. Your debit card was charged at this restaurant. Are you there? Are you, know, you, are you in Cabo? Is it you? Yes, yes I am. As, as a matter of fact, <laughs> it happened. And so um, I, I think you've created a boogeyman that really doesn't exist lurking around every corner. Does it happen? Yeah. Yes. Is it is it devastating the, the, financially? The number, of times no. that, the number of times that it is an actual serious financial problem to a family versus the number of times a credit card is an actual serious financial problem You're right. to a credit card is, is one-tenth of one percent these yeah. no they don't even they don't even line up they're not even close they're not even the same stratosphere of the damage one does versus the damage another does yeah not even close and so the trade-off is just not worth it on this one issue because debit cards have a 100 percent fraud protection that's correct if it is fraud the bank has to refund it that is Visa's policy. It is MasterCard's policy. It is in there. It's a zero liability policy. You can read it in their own stuff. And so the people that say, and he's not saying this, but the people that say, well, credit cards have fraud protection, debit cards don't. That's not true. It's just not true. He's not saying that, by the way, but um, to his credit. But the... Uh, but but so for those of you out there, your debit card has the exact same fraud protection your credit card has. What he's referring to is if you... Uh, went online and bought something with your debit card, and it was uh, 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 no. If someone used someone, your someone stole your yeah. identity and yeah. used your account, or they picked up your card number off a false reader or something on an, one of these rip-off ATM machine things, and they take your card and they go buy something with it, and it shows up in your account, and it's two hundred bucks. The it does two hundred dollars does come out of your account, out of your checking account, and then you report the fraud, and the bank has to put it back. And the number of times that that causes disaster on a family is almost zero because, A, banks put it back really, really fast, and, B, you shouldn't be using any financial transaction that, if it goes sideways, destroys your life. That's correct. Period. Now, I'll tell you what does happen, and then people use this to whine about this as a justification rationalization for using their credit cards. And this is not Kyle, but I hear it all the time for people that are, man, keep my credit card. and we keep one open. Because when I travel, they put a hold. So when you check into a hotel, all right, the one we were staying in the other night, I didn't use my card because we were doing a corporate thing. We're out there and uh, his account was set up with Omni. 
But uh, if I go check into an Omni or a whatever by myself with Sharon and me, they'll put a hold on your account for the amount. So 400 bucks a night, 300 bucks a night, 200, whatever it is, right? They're going to put a hold on that, and it might be a day or two before it comes off. But listen, if you can't afford a two or three or $400 hold on your account, then you can't afford to stay in that hotel. You should be at home working. That's, you know, these are the things you need to think about. And But they're like, yeah, well, they took that $200 down. I can't, it took three days, it took eight days, for, for, Omni took the hold off of it. Well, that sometimes does happen. Yeah. But you don't need to be doing stuff that you can't afford. That That's the other thing. So, yeah, it's up to you, Kyle. You get to decide, man. But uh, the trade-off for me is obvious. It's a minor irritation versus the damage that credit cards have done to American families for decades. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. 